This WBEZ podcast is supported by Hacia, whose Executive Fellows Program provides Black and Latinx business owners with real-world tools and strategies needed to master fundamental management concepts related to company stability and growth. Registrants learn through one-on-one executive coaching sessions with subject matter experts in the areas of finance, business development, operations, and legal. More info at HACIAWorks.org. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset, a daily dose of news, politics, and culture in Chicago and beyond. For some student-athletes, playing college sports is a dream. But the hurdles on the path to getting there, well, they can snap you back into reality. Like requirements around academic performance. It's not enough for a student-athlete to perform on the field or court. They also have to be just as good in class as they are in the game. And navigating the NCAA's academic requirements can be a hurdle alone. That's why groups like Honest Game are doing what they do. Honest Game is a company that provides services to schools and families to help them understand the league's academic standards. To make sense of all of this, we are joined by Joyce Anderson, co-founder and COO of Honest Game. So there is a reason why we are talking about this topic today, right, Joyce? That's right. It's a special day. What's going on? It is the early signing period for a national letter of intent. People call it the NLI signing day. And about 48,000 students um, throughout the year will be signing one of these contracts, which is an agreement between a college and a student Mm -hmm. on a financial aid package. And um, that package is contingent, though, upon admission and academic eligibility. So before we dig deeper into some of those standards I hinted at a moment ago, I want you to explain the different divisions that students typically play in when they're in college, like divisions one, two and three. We hear those terms. What does it mean? Yeah, so actually there's more than just those divisions. So we always want to talk about all the different pathways to college athletics. And people talk about NCAA, they get top billing. So Division One of the NCAA is your larger schools, your Power Fives, your Big Tens, your Pac-12s. And then you have Division Three, which is your smar- smaller liberal, ar- liberal arts colleges. Terrible word. Yes. And um, your Division Twos tend to be a little bit in the middle. So Division Ones and Twos can give athletic scholarships. Division Threes cannot give athletic scholarships. However, um, just to kind of bust a myth, a lot of student athletes at the Division Three level are getting some version of financial aid. It's just not called mm. athletics. Um, and then we have junior college options and NAIA. NAIA are four-year colleges that give athletic scholarships, and um, junior college and the NJCAA or the CCCAA also have a lot of college athletic opportunities for students. So does the NCAA have its own requirements for these different divisions? That's correct. And that's why we're in this pickle. Exactly. When the NCAA considers academic eligibility, is it looking at high school grades and, and coursework? That's correct, yes. Yeah. So what are the requirements then for for student academics? Yeah, so the NCAA created these new rules in about 2012 Yeah. um, when they decided that students needed to be more college ready. And so they put a formula together that they thought would increase graduation rates and persistence in college. They wanted to emphasize that you had to be a student first, athlete second. And so it's a combination of classes that you take in high school And every high school has a different list of NCAA-approved classes. Mm. So that is going to look different if you transfer, if you jump from high school to high school. If you are currently taking classes towards graduation and college admission, it does not mean that you are also taking NCAA-approved classes. Goodness, that's confusing even for me, and I'm not even trying to be a student athlete. 
It is very confusing, and the the problem is it's a bit of a not my problem situation, where um, either school staff are not educated or they're under resourced and really busy. They have too many students; mm-hmm. they can't possibly track every student. Um, parents and guardians don't know that it's a thing. And, of course, students are just focusing on their day-to-day, Exactly. Right? Like what's on TikTok, what's on Snap. Yeah. Well, so help us wrap our minds around this, Joyce. Let's say a student athlete gets accepted into college and they get an athletic scholarship. They enter college thinking that they're going to play sports. But then the NCAA says that, no, you're not academically eligible. What exactly happens? Are they losing the scholarship at that point? Do they have to leave the school? Yes, that is always a risk. So what happens is you get reviewed by the NCAA only if you are actively recruited. You have to be added to a special list called the IRL or the Institutional Request List. And when that happens, they will start reviewing your transcript, test scores if they're not waived. And um, what happens is a lot, and we've had five students over the past year who were enrolled and admitted um, in college, mm-hmm. and then told, oops, you have to sit on the bench and wait for if the possibility of your high school to fix some class approvals or there was a mistake that we will review. Mm-hmm. And with our Honest Game reports, they were able to advocate for themselves, the students, and either get an appeal or help their high school figure out what the problem is with their course approval so that they could keep their scholarship and continue staying on campus. Well, let's hear some other personal stories. Here's a parent. Uh, Gina Carter's son, Brady, is a Division II wrestler at East Stroudsburg University. He was already attending school by the time the NCAA told them that Brady wasn't cleared for competition. Honest Game worked with and supported Brady's high school to ensure that their classes were properly submitted to the NCAA for approval. Shortly thereafter, Brady was granted full eligibility by the NCAA to compete and keep his spot on the ESU roster. Yeah, I'm just imagining this being scary for the family to all of a sudden find out that he wasn't eligible. It's incredibly stressful. It's really damaging. And not uncommon, apparently. Yes, it happens. And what what we don't want to happen is this surprise. Right. Yeah. And for most kids, it is a surprise if they're eligible or not, because no one's tracking it. So it's basically like a cover your eyes. And yeah. Well, tell us more about how Honest Game works with schools and families. Yeah. So we provide a college athletic pathway and we're using software to track each class you're taking, every grade you're getting and then creating this guide online. It's web. Uh, mobile friendly. It's on the web. You can access it through your phone, your iPad, your Chromebook. So we've got coaches pulling it up on the sidelines at practice saying, do you understand this? And students understand it's very basic, red, yellow, green. And then it also provides short-term goals. So it will tell a student, if you're getting A's in these classes, your GPA will be this. If you get C's, your GPA will be that. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about short-term achievable goals. So we're trying to show students what's your best fit academically by showing them all five different academic pathways when it comes to college sports. So if you're red for one division, let's take a look at the division you're actually green for. And that allows students to attack and own their college recruiting process instead of relying on somebody else to tell them what to do. And I like the word you use, pathways, right? It just makes it clear that there are other avenues for you. That's right. And when we think about students and how we can motivate them, I think that's a really big challenge in schools is what do kids care about and how do we get them to care about school? Um, And we are trying to take that passion they have for sports 
and motivate them in the classroom so that maybe you don't become one of those eight and a half percent of kids who play college sports. Maybe you end up playing, you're one of those two million kids playing club sports at the college level, but you will have done better in school because you had short-term goals and motivation to understand, you know what, that's a dream I had. You mentioned that in the beginning. It's a dream to be able to play college at the next level, sports at the next level. Yeah. Um, Because that fills kids up. Right. It gives them short term goals. It gives them discipline and time management, leadership, team camaraderie, all those intangibles. And without something like Honest Game, who is responsible for actually making sure that these student athletes know what classes they need to take? Generally, that responsibility is put on the school counselor. Yeah. And one in five students in the country doesn't have a school counselor. And most counselors have between 300 to 1,000 students on their roster and their their caseload. And they're already focusing on graduation, 504, special needs, right? And so putting this on top of them to require them to have specialty knowledge, to be tracking each kid. You have kids every year who show up to the NLI signing day Mm -hmm. who don't know if they're eligible or not. And nobody knew. No one knew you were getting recruited. And suddenly here you are, and then we have to scramble to make sure that you're okay. Why are you doing this work? So we start, my co-founder, Kim Michelson, and I started this three years ago because we had had many student athletes go through the process, falling through the cracks, and then struggling mm-hmm. to catch them up and strategizing. And I would nerd out with my little sheets and my spreadsheets. Okay, how do we fix this for the student? We had a really high-profile student being recruited for Big Ten football, um, and he had a lot of issues. And what surprised me was the Michigan State, mm-hmm. Coach D'Antonio, looked to me, little itty-bitty Joyce Anderson in the, in the small conference room and said, okay, Miss Anderson, what's the plan? And I was shocked that, wow. you know, these huge compliance departments, they don't have the time. And so what we realized was we needed to do more. I mean, and this is, this is a, a challenging situation for the student athlete, the parents, the, the school counselors. I want to hear one more clip here. This is head coach Mike Ellis from Evanston Township High School. Our coaching staff will sit down with each player every year to meet and go over their potential options to continue their experience with basketball and academics following their high school career. This is one of the most opportune moments we take advantage of Honest Game. It helps set pathways and goals for all of our players and keeps them on track for academically qualifying at even the most selective colleges and universities, regardless of the level. I mean, Joyce, if parents listening to us now, if they're interested in working with Honest Game, what do you suggest they do? Um, Go to our website at honestgame.com. We not only work with high schools directly, but we also work with families that are somewhat, um, you know, uneducated about the process. Most families are, and you can also purchase virtual counseling. And so we will jump on a Zoom with you and talk through what your personal challenges are Mm -hmm. and answer any questions that have to do with academic eligibility, college recruiting, college admissions, et cetera. Joyce Anderson is the co-founder and COO of Honest Game. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. This episode of Reset was produced by Micah Yason, and it was edited by Ethan Schwab. Enjoying what you hear? Then consider subscribing to our podcast. We share great conversations just like this every day of the week and on Saturdays. And when you subscribe, leave us a rating. That helps more listeners find us, and it supports the work that we do. That's all for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll see you tomorrow.
At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.